The Chicago Bears offseason was always going to be an active one, but apparently some drama may be coming down as the Chicago Bears have fired uh, the uh, scout Cliff Stein um, here. He was head of uh, contracts, and it, it, now somebody's threatening to release skeletons. We're going to talk a little bit about that. We're also going to dive into the Packers and Lions having success in the playoffs, and what does that mean for the NFC North and the Bears' place in that NFC North. And then lastly, how are we going to judge Matt Eberflus' success heading into next season? All that and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bears Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bears news and content. What's going on, Bears fans? Welcome to the best goddamn Chicago Bears podcast in all the land. Hey, C-Dub, Bobby, all in the building today on Martin Luther King Day, no doubt, to bring you this fire content. And uh, to jump right into it, man, drama, 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 drama. Uh, Kevin Warren is starting to make his imprint on the Bears front office and this time he has fired Cliff Stein, who was a 20, who's been with the Bears for 22 years as the chief contract negotiator. We'll talk a little bit about what is the kind of the fallout from this is. What do you guys think about Kevin Warren coming in and starting to make some moves on positions that we don't usually hear a lot about, to be quite honest? I love it to tell you the truth. Uh, Kevin Warren has, has been basically primarily on the new stadium that the Chicago Bears. Uh, been planning to build uh, either in Chicago or other way or other places, but um, man, this is great. Get out yeah. the old guard. Get out. Get that old stink out of out of my organization. They, I didn't even know who this guy was. He'd been in this damn organization for twenty two years, about as long as has we been crap. So get the crap out. <laughs> I agree. And whoever's been in here as long as he has been here. Let's get rid of this old shit. Let's get us some new stuff in there. Now let's try to see how we can get Virginia and them out of here. But they uh, that's never gonna happen. Uh <laughs> I didn't even know I didn't even know a contract negotiator was a position. I'm me not even gonna front of you. Yeah, me. That's it, it's crazy. 22 years he's been here, and I didn't even know the position exists. But yeah, Bobby, how you feeling, bro? I didn't even know, but apparently this fire, and I know you're gonna bring up some of the skeletons as well, but a guy that was with it that's with the Bears was pretty ticked off about this firing pretty much coming out and saying that he ain't reporting on nothing around the Bears. to me he was pretty upset but it's okay my guy when when things change within organizations and they have a vision if the people that's involved is does not fit that vision typically people are let go i believe the vision is moving in the right direction and uh we got to continue to weed out that stink, as C-Dub said. So it's unfortunate that somebody lost their job, but you were demoted, and then a new guy was placed ahead of you for a reason when Ryan Poe showed up. Yeah. So. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with this. So he was with the team for 22 years, and then the guy who had worked under him for 10 years, he got fired in 2010. This is Greg Gabriel, who uh, he he was on the he was the scouting director, the college scouting director, and he has uh, alluded to that there's some drama going on, even threatening <laughs> to release some of the skeletons going on with here. Now he did say that his account's going to remain private. So it is what it is. He said, he will, I will not post on anything bears as they aren't the organization I once worked for. Uh, but like, to me, it's like, okay, you haven't been with the team. It's 2024. You haven't been with the team 14 years. What skeletons do you have? So it's clearly not about <laughs> Ryan Poles and Kevin Warren. So you got shit on the McCaskies. No, I need that. I need those I need skeletons it. to come I, out. Let's go. Let it hey, ride. Hey, bro, you, you, you can't, you can't just say that and then not 
bring out the tea. We need the tea now. You ain't even <laughs> have to say anything. <laughs> so now we want you to bring that tea. We're going to be on your ass. What do you know? What is going on, dude? This is interesting, bro. This going to break the internet. Let us know what's going on, whatever your name is. Gabriel, whatever your name is. Funny. Yeah. Now, this comes after Kevin Warren. Kevin Warren, who said that he had over one-on-one uh, -on -one meetings with 211 employees from wow. practice to walkthroughs to games. That's a, like, like and, and don't get me wrong. Like, for executives in football, I, I always wonder how much hand-in-hand -hand contact they have with a lot of people working under him. The fact that you had over 211 one-on-one -on -one meetings, to me, says I'm trying to weed out every bad seed in this organization as we're trying to build something that could be sustainable and to get us to a point of being able to win championships. And I, for one, I can't be mad at that at all. I got to give Kevin Warren, because i tell you what right now, if there are 211 of you motherfuckers working under me, I'm, I'm, this is about, there's about 290 of y'all I'm probably not talking to. That's all I can say on that one. I'm not happy. <laughs> For real. Hey, some man, people, it's, hard, hey. it's hard enough to get the seven of us on, with Chicago Sports Central together oh, for a damn meeting, bro. Like, right. what are we talking yeah. about? Man. But I like it, man. You got to go ahead and do your due diligence and make sure that the pe the right people are in the right places. You can't yeah. say you want to win championships if the organization on the back end it looks like crap or smells like crap. It's like, hey, come to my bakery and come get some of this banana bread. But when you walk in, the flow not mopped. You know what I'm saying? It's dirty garbage everywhere. You're not going to want to shop with me. So you got to clean up shop. Shout out to Kevin Warren, man. Clean shop. Yeah. I love this when strong leaders come in and and uh put the hammer down because this is basically what this is. I'm finna go to eat because some most of those people was like thought I'd never be in the in the in the boss's office. I'll never be in the in the presence of the boss because they haven't been in a in a lot of years. But then they like, oh, now he gotta put them on their P's and Q's. I love it. Even if he don't get rid of them, they own their P's and Q's. Like Kevin Warren might call me to, to his office and want to see what the hell I've been up to. So that means they're gonna be on the best of their behavior. Damn, that's a hundred bucks. First of all, shout out to Mitch, Mitch for supporting the channel. Uh, he said, what up, fam? Big ups to work uh, to the work y'all doing. Appreciate your coverage. Got an interesting point I love to y'all discuss. Why the Bears need to hurry on and, hi and hire their OC. When the lines are done, Ben Johnson's getting scooped up. Uh, I don't know if he has a second message coming through or that got cut off. He gets scooped, uh, up, oh, quick. scooped up quick. And then the Lions OC job is, is very hot. What do you guys think? Do you think that, that there could be some potential of that? It's definitely some potential about Ben Johnson. Um, I don't know uh, if you can lay your eggs into that because it's probably going to be a lot. Well, no, I, I don't think he's saying that we're going to yeah, get Ben Johnson. Us. I think he's saying that 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 Ben Johnson's going to get a head coaching job, which means that the OC position is going to be open with the Lions. So the Bears got to hurry up and get yes. their OC quick before the Lions OC position opens yes. up. That's what he's saying. Oh, I agree with that then because I was just about to go yeah. there. Like, we don't have time to be waiting. We need to get this thing done quickly because it's a lot of dominoes need to fall after that. So, yeah, yeah, we need to get this done quick. Facts. And most of the teams that's out there looking for some people, they looking for head coaches first. And then the head coaches will mm -hmm. get their OC. So the Bears, you're right. The Bears have to move with urgency, for sure. For sure. Like, you, you, can't, you can't drag your feet on this because – as those other positions start opening, and especially with playoff teams, they could. And that's why I think you're seeing the Bears be so aggressive. Hell, the season ain't even been over with. Now it's over with a full week for the Bears officially. We already got four people we're interviewing. Yeah. So the Bears are moving diligently through this, and they have to because, listen, 
And not only out, outside of other positions opening up, you want your guy in as soon as possible so that they can start implementing their mm-hmm. offense and they can start talking to the, the people that are going to be here on this offense and start getting everything together. Thanks. That's what you 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 want. You need to get that done as early as possible after you still do your due diligence. You still want you don't want to rush doing your research because that's how you end up with a Luke Getty, right? <laughs> yes. you, need, you need to Thanks. still have the time to do that, but you want to make sure you get that you get that shored up as quickly as Agreed. you can. Yes, no rush, but you want a fast pace and keep your pace up. For sure, for sure, Mm -hmm. for sure. We're moving into the second topic that we had, man. Um, The Lions and the Packers both getting playoff wins in our division in the NFC North. Hey, how do you guys look at their playoff success? How does that affect like what the how the Bears are reviewing and how important this offseason is? And then what do you think the Bears can learn from these organizations that? You know, I mean, hell, the Packers are out the playoffs last year, even though, you know, got eliminated last day. But for both these teams to get playoff wins, especially in the way that they did, I think that there's something to be said. How you guys feel? First off, I'll just be honest and say congratulations to the ops. It's all about culture and coaching in those organizations. Uh, Something that we've been devoid of for a long time now in Chicago Mm -hmm. Uh, when it comes to how we should feel that they having success right now. I don't feel anything. If anything, I'm just a little jealous, but to be seriously, we in our own predicament right now. I'm not worried about their predicament. Congratulations to them. That means nothing to us. We should just be concentrating on us. Congratulations. Facts, facts, facts. And cause that's what was going to be my message. Chicago bears fans. It was good for those two organizations. Congratulations, but don't panic, bro. We have to focus on our vision and move in our own pace and our own direction. We are making moves. We're trending upward. There's no need to panic right now because if we looked at the last time we played Green Bay, they only scored 17 points. The two times mm. we played the Detroit Lions, we should have beat them twice, but we yep. end up losing one and end up coming back and then getting our get back. We're not that far off. Continue to build these teams. And I believe that Ryan Poles, he got to look at it and say, hey, we need more in the trenches as well. A lot of things on our side is good, but we got to look at these trenches and uh, we got to secure those and, and the OC for sure. And you're going to be good. You're going to be closer. The gap is not as big as some people will try to make it seem coming up and talking during this offseason. It is not that big. I think it's a crack to tell you. It's not a gap. It's just a crack. That's it. If you can get, if you can dig that. Crack is whack. Crack is cheap. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> no, but I, I agree. I think that, you know, despite the Bears getting off to, which the Packers got off to a slow start too, right? Yeah. But despite the Bears getting off to, to a slow start, if you can fix that, right, and come in and build off what you did last year, to me, I say that there's no reason to think that the Bears can't compete for a playoff spot next year. And that's even before they do the things of adding to this team that we know that they have the assets at their disposal to be able to add and, and kind of shore up some things for this team. So there's definitely a lot to think about when it comes to this team and, and the fact that they they can be in a spot of, of competing for playoff uh, spots next year. They just they got to stay the course. They got to be um, it's how it's making the important moves, right? Not necessarily making the huge splash move. If you can, and it makes sense do that, but be very consistent in what you're doing. Add the spots that we need, the spots added in, and then keep developing and building this thing out. We got a lot of young pieces uh, that have a bright future ahead of them, and we just got to keep going the course, man. Yeah, Thanks. man, because I know I know the fans. Look at the Greek Green Bay. Look at Detroit, man. We could, we, we, we could never beat them. Like, calm down, you guys. 
we was we, we played these teams very toughly last season and i think we was actually playing against them against green bay and detroit in ourselves so once yep. we can stop playing ourselves it'll be an even match and let's see how it goes facts don't 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 start pussyfooting and getting nervous now y'all <laughs> it's the off season enjoy playoff basket football y'all can watch football now with no emotion yes it feels good on most days because you could just do, chill and watch football with just as a true fan and with not no attachments to your team just enjoy playoff football just enjoy playoff football and I'll just be honest, bro. Uh, Green Bay, they look very, very dangerous. There's no telling how far they can go in these playoffs, the way that offense is playing. But it's okay. They don't play. We play them tough. Let, let's see what happens next season. They might have a lot of success in this playoffs, but let's see what happens next season. Facts, facts. With that said, man, question that I put on here that I really want to talk to you guys about is, like, from what we know now, this could change based off what we do in free agency, what we do in the draft. But when you look at Matt Eberflus getting to hold on to his position as head coach, how do you guys think we are going to judge a successful season from Matt Eberflus as the head coach in 2024? Oh, man, Matt. Uh, it's going to be based off wins, to tell you the truth. Just mm -hmm. as simple as that. And it might not take 17 games. If you struggling, hovering around mediocrity in like six, seven games, Matt, your ass might be out of there. I think it's that type of season, like you against it, you against the grain. Even though I got confidence that we have a better season overall next season, especially in the beginning, you going to be in great pressure, Matt Eberflus, to get this team to get them a great record next week's season and get to the playoffs at the very least. At the Facts. Facts. I think that um, it's going to be playoffs or bust. <laughs> you got to get in. Even if it's a wild card, that's you got to get in. Um, I believe that a few things tip in your favor this season you could have been in. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's a lot of things that we can go back in hindsight and look at. But I think that next season, you got to you gotta write the ship. This is you coming in. You got rid of, well, one of your, D, your DC, you know, resigned, according to y'all. And then your OC got fired. Now you get new guys up in here. Hey, this is your time to show us that you, you this was all going to work out for the better. Um. So, yeah, it's just playoff a bus for me, bro. Playoffs a Let bus. me just ask a quick question. At 4-4 four and four next season, the beginning of the season, first eight games, is his job safe? You can't say yes confidently. Yes. You could, you I would say, say yes, yes at 4-4 four and four because down the stretch, I mean, weren't they like down the stretch last seven games, five and two? So, you know what I'm saying? You can always turn it on and get hot at the right time. So, I would say at 4-4, four and four, do not panic at that moment. See, like, like if it's four and four and then week nine is a bad week, allow him that week to make some adjustments and get corrected. And let's see if he can ride the wave, catch fire and see what happens. Okay. Yeah. I'm I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to kind of take what C-Dub have and add, and add a bit of different twist on it. I want to see how you guys feel about this. Do you feel like regardless of where wins or losses with at the end of the season, because keep in mind, we've, we've been a team that's fired a 10-win coach before. Mm -hmm. Do you think that by the end of next season, you have to make the decision to either fire or extend Matt Eberflus? Regardless of him having another year on his contract after next season, do you have to either give him the faith of, all right, we're going to give you another couple more years on your contract, so also the coordinators who could be up for positions at that point in time, do you think that we could be forced to make a decision on either extending him or firing him no matter where we end next season? Absolutely, Drip. Absolutely, we have to. 
Uh, I think uh, this upcoming season is is the Iowa test of basic skills for you Chicago mm-hmm. CPS goers, whoever took those. Uh, <laughs> this is an important test for Matt Eberflus in his career, to tell you the truth. Are you going to be an offense, a defensive coordinator for your career, or are you going to be a head coach? I do see them extending him if he if he performs well next season, but I can also see him getting axed. Even if they 10 and 7 and don't make the playoffs, he can be axed. Yeah, I think it's going to come down again. But for me, I'm looking at a side that they still might look at it as like that four-year plan. That, that I got to at least consider that option, but I could see on the flip mm. side of what y'all believe. He could be gone. You know what I'm saying? But I also can believe if you're looking at, you know, quarterback issues or what injuries took place or something like that and how did he respond in those moments, it, it's good. It's going to be a lot of things you're going to have to consider instead of, you know what I'm saying, just doing things impulsively. Especially, and it all depends on how the team looks. If you're looking better and you closing out games and then, you know, you might have a you, – you should be extended. This is, see, just like uh, Evie just brought up, McCarthy about to get fired. Ain't no doubt oh, about he, it. He took his team to the ball. Yeah, yeah, he about it. His ass he is about out. It. So it, it, he can have success. Eberflus, 10 and 7, I say. He could be 9 and 8, whatever it is. He still can get fired. Success is getting to the playoffs. And I think he probably got to win a game, to tell you the truth. He probably got to win now, a with playoff that, with, with how long we've had a playoff drought. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying for sure, but I just think it's an interesting angle to take because, like, yeah, if you get us in the playoffs, like, don't get me wrong. We've been through a drought. It's going to feel great. But you also have to look at, okay, where is this team headed in that? Do we still feel like is that guy? Because we've all had the question, is Matt Eberflus really the guy to get us into that playoff run? And so even if we get into the playoffs based on the – the talent on the team, you still have to look at the coach and how he can grow that talent and help us be even above that sum. And that it takes a coach to do that. So I do think that we could see a world in which Matt Eberflus gets us in the playoffs, whether it be nine and eight, 10 and seven, whatever it is, and he still gets fired. Yes. Yeah. It, it can happen. It can happen. We yeah. I think this the 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 narrative of the season would tell itself, and then we we should get a clearer view of what will happen. So that's fat. That's fat. Now, I know it wasn't on the topic list, but today is the last day for people to declare, players to declare for the draft. We still don't know for sure if Caleb Williams is declaring for the draft. Damn up. Do you th- where you guys sit on it? Do you think that I, I've always said, I think it's all narrative. I don't think there's any way, but we're up to the literally the 11th hour at this point. Yeah. I don't know if I still believe there's no chance that he won't declare for the draft. I just don't know anymore. Yeah, it is. It is kind of weird that he hasn't declared yet. I don't know what the hell is to wait for, but I ultimately think he's going to declare for the draft. It's time for him to play professional football. I think he will declare. I don't know if it's going to be for this team, but he will mm-hmm. declare. Yeah, I think that right now is just I don't know if it's a tactic that he's probably trying to take or go a different angle, but I I, I don't buy none into it. Honestly, I wouldn't even I mean, if he declares, I say, cool. But if you got your reasons to stay in school, you know, that's his that's his choice. That's on him and his father. His father seemed like he got a, you know, a big hand in that decision. But I say I'm with C-Dub. You got to go. You got to go to the NFL, bro. Everything is ready to be given to you. Nephew, I mean, it's obvious because he can't go play back for USC. You see what that team did and said after they played in that bowl? He said they said now we are a team. Was a, was a direct shot at Caleb Williams. You going to go play back with USC? Or are you going to go back in the transfer portal? 
you going to the pros. I Shut forgot about up. that. Appreciate that. Yeah, that's a great point. That's definitely that's really a great point. In that is too. Mm-hmm. Do you think that if uh, let's just say if let's say Caleb Williams doesn't declare for the draft, I still think that he will. How much do you think that impacts the Chicago Bears decision with the number one overall pick? Because that's going to even keep it or trade it. I would say that it's probably going to have a pretty big impact on. I don't know if it's going to be positive or negative. Maybe it makes it make make teams want to give up even more for the number one pick because now you don't have that those two quarterbacks yeah. that most teams are looking at, or it could get less less. And I don't know. What do you? How do you guys think it it it, it could impact it? Oh, it impacted the in the the biggest it could be because that's the lead domino. I think uh, Caleb Williams declaring is the lead domino. And that's going to set into action what the Bears are going to do. Are going to pick them? Now we taking offers for this number one pick and stuff like that. It has a very, very, very influential uh, impact on the Chicago Bears, at least. And for the, and the whole fucking league, to tell you the truth. Yeah, yeah. I think that when you when you look at it, it definitely can have a big impact because now the 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 crop is now limited now. <laughs> so people is mm-hmm. like, I have to get my one of these guys. You know what I'm saying? Because I believe I'm, most people got you know Drake May, Caleb, in like that one tier, and then your two is Jaden McDaniels, Bo Nix, and JJ McCarthy is that like second tier. But now you start getting rid of people. Things get a little more tighter and more interesting, in my opinion. So I think that it might impact it in a positive way in favor of the Bears if they made that decision. Yes. But if mm-hmm. they was like Caleb was our guy, for instance, then they'd be like, all right, we can ride out one more year, maybe. I guess we'll see. I just don't see how he not go pro. He he can't go pro yeah, for I mean, USC. Yeah. Agree. He can't. Yeah. Well, you gonna sit I out. Mean, listen. The, th- the thing I've learned in sports, bro, is, is sometimes the things that we think is the most unlikely sometimes happen, and then we just stuck looking like, what the <laughs> Right. <laughs> like, for real. But I, I do think, like, I, I can see it affecting it both ways. I can see how, like, like, like to Bobby's point, Caleb doesn't declare. Yeah, I think people say that, that I can understand them saying it weakens the number one overall pick. But then if you're that team, and, and even if you're the Patriots or, or, the, or the Commanders, and you had Caleb as your number one guy and Drake May second. Now you really are going to try to make yeah, sure right. that you leapfrog the other to get that right. guy. Because, like, I get it. Caleb, Drake May, and then Jaden Daniels are probably one, two, three. But if you have Caleb and Drake separate and then Jaden McDaniels on a different tier, if one of those guys go, you may be willing to give up more because, yeah, you can take Jaden Daniels still. But if you see that there's a if you feel there's a large gap between him and Drake May, you may be willing to give up more just to make sure you can secure that. Facts. Yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely on that on that side of the fence. Like this is going to improve the Chicago Bears standing like people going to flood with offers, bro. Number one picks, uh, primetime players who knows what people will offer for that number one pick because quarterbacks is the most important position in all of sports. So you have to pay the weight in gold, bro. Facts. You have to. You're going to have to get it right. You're going to have to get it right. Question. Question. On that. What's the over under on Caleb Williams? Having the team's logo painted on his nails for his first NFL game. What plus a thousand? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> That's what he do. He paint his nails. <laughs> it's definitely gonna be plus a thousand. Ugh, I can't stand it. I Somebody think they gonna hit. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Hey man, that's crazy. That's, like, listen, I don't judge. Everybody teach their own, but I can never imagine going to the nail shop and be like, "Yeah, let me get a full set, put that Bears logo on." Oh, but that's crazy. I even <laughs> been in the nail shop. What the fuck? 
Man. man, that is so anti-Chicago, bro, to me, bro. All that paint, that California shit, bro. Get that out of here. Bro. And it's That's crazy because so he's from the bro. East Coast. I ain't know they do that in Maryland. Oh, I thought he was a Cali kid the way he acts. Shit. He's from Maryland? Yeah, I believe he's from Maryland. He from B-more? I don't know B-more, uh, but... No, come on yeah. now, bro. You know he ain't from no damn Baltimore. <laughs> come on, bro. Like, like we know people in Baltimore are weird, bro, but that, <laughs> it ain't that type of weird. That's it. That's a different type of weird. I got a lot of people in Baltimore in the D.C. area, man. They ain't that weird, bro. They they strange in a different way, bro. Like, it's, it's a little different out there, man. Bro. Uh, that's man. crazy, though. That's crazy. <laughs> Any last thoughts, fellas, before we get the hell up out of here? Yeah. Uh, In this day that we uh celebrate Martin Luther King Jr., I am at home for the day. Hey, make sure that y'all know. Whatever you doing today is partly because of this man right here and the fight that he uh put up in the 60s so take a time take a second take a minute to like man yeah all of this might be because of martin luther king jr bro let's take a second oh bro definitely 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 y'all make sure y'all continue to lock in appreciate y'all for all the support and make sure y'all do something nice today go hug your kids and wife or something do something no fighting today. <laughs> now you know me i'm different right and and everything that martin luther king did for our culture our people is amazing but we can't we can't go by because I'm not going to do the picking and choosing history thing. Martin Luther King did a lot for cheating culture too. I'm gonna let y'all think on that. Yeah. Make sure you guys are following the show. Yeah. You you know it. I know what you're talking about. City <laughs> and they messed it all up. Look at these new ones. That's why. That's why. That's why uh, Jonathan Majors is so big on Coretta because he's like, shut up and let me cheat in peace. <laughs> Coretta did it. Let me do it. That's a real comedy. Shut up and let me cheat in peace. That's a real Jesus. comedy. <laughs> bro, that just told you ain't nobody perfect, bro. Ain't nobody perfect. Nobody. And y'all support Coach T. I know he's going to break something down real soon. He's going live soon. So. <laughs> y'all make sure y'all follow us at Full Central Pod. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns. Full Central Pod at you. They tweaking in the chat too. <laughs> Look at them. They tweaking in the chat. Hey, bro. Hey, bro. Listen. When I found out that Martin Luther King was cheating as much as he was, like, hey, man. Listen. He 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 set the culture right a few different ways. Man, y'all can send this in, in uh, <laughs> 773. I know y'all. Two, four, two, it's all good. Three, it's just a little fun, man. <laughs> we love you guys. It's comedy, it's man. Up, bear down. It's comedy, y'all. Peace, y'all. <laughs> this has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. 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 Media.